Hello and welcome back to the second episode of the Elise Yeezy Show. I've not even edited and got out the first episode, but we're already on the second one. And we have a guest, my mate and also YouTuber, Rachel Oates. Hello. Hi. Oh yeah, and Rob's over there still. Hi, still here. I survived to episode two. So I think before we get into today's topics, Rob has something he wants to say to the entire country of Ukraine. It is a country, right? <laughs> I That's in- worse than anything I said. <laughs> I, I don't know the difference between continents, countries. Like, to I, was whole, bad at geography. I would like to apologise to no, the I entire got a in geography. continent of the Ukraine. Um, well, no, last week I said something very hurtful and on further analysis it's become apparent that I alone am not capable of beating an entire team of professionally trained athletes. Um, So I'm very sorry for that, if anyone got offended by that. It's, It's a country, it's not a continent. Don't you think it's funny how like this is your second appearance doing anything related to like this kind of platform, this thing that's like my job, right? And you've had to do an apology. I still haven't. After all these years, that's 11. It'll come for me one day, but... Do you think that's because you never do anything wrong or just because you refuse to accept any kind of blame? Or, or because, because you're in charge of editing. You don't edit videos. <laughs> <laughs> I just chuck them up. I just throw them up. So, terrible apology out of the way. Rachel, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure like everyone that's watching this who knows of me knows of you. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think for a while some people thought we were the same person when I had dark hair. Really? Yeah, that was the thing I got for a while. They're like, oh, he's the one who did that video. I was like, no. Huh? No, not anymore. Well, how could anyone mistake my big head for anyone else's? I guess <laughs> all English women look the same. Yeah, I mean, we're both English with dark hair. Let's do another apology right now. <laughs> I'm not apologising to the English for anything. They can't even win a football. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes, England lost. <laughs> Many Simpsons memes later, here we are. <laughs> the memes were so good. I was mm. part of like, I'm part of some meme groups on Facebook. I'm such a boomer still using Facebook, but there's one for like the IT crowd. And literally as soon as England lost, someone put up a meme and it's like of Roy, Roy. And it said um, something like England's hope of, you know, taking home the Euros that had Moss been like, goodbye. For when like they played that <laughs> D&D game, but they did it exactly. Like people had their folders oh. ready. So, Rachel, would you like to tell us some things? Like, for people who might be uninitiated, what's your channel? What's it about? What Um, did you... Why did you begin YouTube? Why are you here? Why am... Oh, God, I ask myself that every day. Why am I here? Um, Yeah, so my channel started out, like, proper different from what it is now. So I don't know if you remember this, but I was doing, like, makeup videos back in the day. Were you actually? Yeah. No way. Yeah, so I started YouTube as, like, a bit of a laugh for myself. And I was like, you know what? I really want to get better at makeup. So I'm going to record myself doing my own makeup and then watch it back so I can like see how to get better. And then some people started watching it as I was doing it. I was like, oh, this is a bit weird. And I started talking to one of them one day. I just had a bit of a rant about like an upcoming election and some more people started watching it. And then I was like, oh, screw the makeup. I'll just talk at a camera for a while. And I like three and a half years later, here I am. <laughs> so imagine if you'd stuck with the makeup. You could have been, no, I can't say you could have been the next James Charles because that's a bad thing. You could have, yeah. who does be... Um, I only really follow, I don't know, Soph does nails and Steph Toms. Those are the only people I really... You could have I, been a YouTube. You could have been Zoella. Oh, God, don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It's all right. And then after that, what did your content morph into? I know you did a lot yeah. of the I did like a lot of atheism stuff. stuff at first, yeah. It was just like what I was interested in at the time. I've always just kind of done that and just like spoken about what I'm interested in. It's just kind of evolved. So I started with the atheism stuff and then I went more kind of sciencey stuff. And then... Um, I just started doing more book reviews and then that took off and I did some poetry videos and that took off and we all know how that ended. Really, really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my channel grew a lot, it was great. Uh, nothing else happened. Um, <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've, I've had a chance to read some uh, quality content thanks to YouTube, uh, like Lele Ponza's book, Jake Paul's book, Shane Dawson's book. Yeah, quality me and you, content. we have beef over that jake paul book because i bought it i bought it months ago and i messaged rachel being like don't you dare i got dibs I on this i want to but then to be fair i did leave it a long months. time yeah. months so i mean I... I bought it like christmas <laughs> oh that's the thing can't so believe I... you gave him money <laughs> oh yeah i shouldn't say I... that no oh, now i've got to do my apology i'm sorry <laughs> for giving jake paul 11 enabling quid. Jake. Oh. he probably got like one quid out of that but it's still a quid did he write much. it or was it ghost written 
oh, it's very clearly ghostwritten. There's this amazing bit in it where like there's this whole chapter and he's t- telling this story. And then at the end, he adds in this footnote saying, this was a hard one for me to read. Not right. Read. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So clearly ghostwritten in places. But there are bits that to his credit, I think he's written himself. For example, the first bullet point in the book, because the first chapter's bullet points. The first one says, um, hi, my name is Jake Paul. I think he wrote that himself. So credit to him. So he could yeah. he could get at least two marks on any given GCSE exam for Absolutely, signing his own name. Absolutely, yeah. He's, I think, you know what, he, he could come out of a GCSE English exam with like an E. For English? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't fail. He'd get a letter grade. Not a good one, but... I'm going to be one. slightly controversial here and say you would expect that from Jake Paul. You would expect him, like, if a book comes out to be ghostwritten, come on, no one's yeah. going to him for the finer points of the English language. Like, very clearly. You'd expect uh, that. So it's like, yeah. is it forgivable? Oh, I don't know. I also don't care. But Zoella, ghostwriting her books, that's oh, always been yeah. such a bone of contention for me because it's like, Zoella, you don't, like... No offense. I actually, I actually kind of like her. I mean, I, lo- I love her Instagram. It's like, it's just, it's just I, I did wholesome. Read, I read a book before I started reviewing YouTuber books. And honestly, it's one of the best. It's not good, but it's one of the best. That is ghostwritten though. Yeah, and you know, I mean, we see a lot of, I know too much about Zoella and Alfie days. <laughs> I know that one time Zoella, <laughs> bless her. I say this with like peace and love. She sat there um and she did this harry potter marathon with one of her friends and they like spent the entire day and then the next day like finishing off they did a whole marathon of like the films so my point is is something's wrong with my lip the <laughs> filler's finally breaking free my point is is that she of all people would have time to write a book properly <laughs> i mean just you saying that thing about no one going to jake paul for like english lessons has now kicked off an entire like musical in my head of I don't know who Jake Paul associates with because I don't watch any of his content I barely know who he is but I'm picturing him like making a bet with a friend of his in like my fair lady style and picking picking someone who don't speak good and teaching them to become lady <laughs> but it's Jake Paul and one of his mates god do you remember when, this is online mildly related, do you remember when Jake Paul had his like online business school and he called it, mm. yeah, he called Team 100 and he was basically like scamming a bunch of money out of kids to get them to subscribe to this business course so they could become influence like, influencers like him. But the course was never finished. So they were paying this subscription fee and it was like, oh, you know, next lesson soon. And there were like two lessons on there and he made like a crap ton of money from it. But he also had his Jake Paul Biz channel, which was like his business channel on YouTube that was just him screaming like, you gotta work for it, you gotta want it. There was like no actual content in there, but it was fantastic. Wasn't to watch. that Shia Booth? <laughs> Isn't that just a meme? <laughs> just yeah. achieved the same thing. Pretty much, yeah. Those ones, by which I mean like the LA YouTubers, because there's been a few a few of mm. them, I think. Was it Austin McBroom? I I literally, I, I don't know anything about him, but I'm pretty sure like he's come out with some sort of, you know, how to grow yeah, your social probably. media. Like yeah. those types seem to do that. I'm getting really off put by like my, yeah, I can okay. feel my lip growing. I don't know what, I don't know what I've done. It is a little bit red. Have you like bitten it maybe? I reckon that salad you had has taken its revenge. Mm. It'll be fine. Yeah. Could you imagine like a British YouTuber like Alfie Day is coming out with a here's how to grow your social media channel just you know silence my business £100 a month and I'll tell you all my secrets on how to consistently lose followers every month for the past three years <laughs> so mean please Zoella don't block me I love your Instagram oh yeah it wouldn't happen well I know I think it would happen because you do get those douchebags who do it but they're all like 40 year old men who wear fedoras to like Costa Coffee do you know what I mean and they call themselves entrepreneurs I know this because I've seen them on Hinge constantly. They all try and match with me. I'm like, no, thank you. But, like, yeah, they, they always... <laughs> I'm telling you guys too much about my dating life here. Um, yeah, oh, no. it's Hinge a dating app. Okay. <laughs> Last one I used was Bumble and it didn't go well. Oh, try Bumble not even too. A, not even a Bumble friend. Mm. See, Bumble's okay, but, like, so the women have to talk first on Bumble, which is a nice idea, like, in theory, but none of the men have anything interesting in their bios. So you're like, how can I start a conversation with you with like, all your person is like a bathroom selfie? It's very frustrating. At least on Hinge, you have like prompts yeah. and you have to fill in three of them. So there's always something to talk about, which is nice. Well, you know, you should never talk to them if they're holding a fish in their profile picture. 
or wearing a fedora in Costa Coffee. It's a rule. I used to just exclusively use Tinder, and even then it was using Tinder to laugh at people. And that sounds really mean. Not like laugh at how people look, but just there would be profiles on Tinder where it's like there, there's no people and there's no like real name. It's like some cartoon of some woman like whipping a man whilst his balls are being like, you know, held like in a death grip or something. And the, the profile, no. I Sorry, what? No, no, it's true. I used to screenshot loads of these and send them to my best mate and just be like, look at the state of this. Um, and the profiles would be like, you know, into kink, kinky shit, like needing a woman to don't know like kick kick my ass with, with stilettos throw this out there, but you know these dating apps they kind of like they get an idea of what you like and show you more of that so you're telling us a lot about yourself here <laughs> that doesn't make any sense because i'd always what's what's swiping which one is left or right for no is it swipe left for no yes yeah yeah, yeah i swipe yeah. no on literally everyone all the time yeah. because i have standards no that's really that's really mean i don't mean that i'm just a bitch <laughs> Right, back to your YouTube channel. Yeah, sorry. Do um, you have any sort of idea of where you'd want to take it? Do you have any plans in the pipeline? Because I know oh. we've privately talked about a few of things where we'd like to go with our channels. Yeah. Um, God, I don't really like, I don't really have any solid plans. I don't really know what I want to do. Like eventually I want to kind of like, and this is going to sound really silly, but I want to make my own book but I want it to be a good book and I want it to be like an arty book and I want it to have like lots of photos in and paintings and poetry and kind of like mini essays and stuff and I want it to be like the opposite of a YouTuber book. You know what I mean? That's a really like, good idea though and that's like a natural yeah. extension of what you've been doing because like yeah. I feel that when you go through bad books, sometimes I feel a little bit bad because I just think, oh God, if I ever get one of my books published, like like everyone's <laughs> going to come after me. Shane Dawson, Jake Paul. Yeah. Gabby, whoever else, everyone's just going to roast me. They're not, they just won't be able to understand my satire because my IQ is just far too high. Also, they don't know who you are. How dare you? They don't, I think a few of them might do. Oh, do you think, fair, do you think Shane friends... Dawson's going to come for you? Oh, no. He I'm going to rephrase that. Um... Oh, he wouldn't. No, no, I'm not going to. Actually. He wouldn't because he doesn't, he doesn't like getting his drama, but he absolutely knows like who drama, drama channels are because he looks up himself. Really? With a mirror or? <laughs> Shut up. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know how I know that little bit of information, but I know it's definitely true that he looks himself up on YouTube and watches people's videos on him because, well, he's terribly insecure. So, yes, I'm sure he's seen some of the many videos I've made about his rubbish. That's the a whole different level of effort, though, to make a video to slag you off, possibly with screenshots, possibly with excerpts. Yeah. Whatever it is you've written. Who would do that, <coughs> Gabby? You said you weren't going <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was off topic. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, she definitely knows who we are. So there you go. How dare you? People know who I am. The big I am. The big Elisa Yeezy. They're all secretly fans. Nicardo Avocado secretly loves me. I'm sure he doesn't. I'm probably going to get sued for saying that. He likes me. I'm not going to enjoy getting involved in both of your shit. We're going to close loads of drama with this. I just wanted this to be I don't nice. E I don't even have like an internet handle. I've just got a last name, which I'm not going to let you use now. Just, they're just going to have to find one of the many Robs in the UK. Listen, back to the topic before we get into beef with so many creators. Yeah, that would be a natural yeah. extension for your channel. Because I kind of want to, um, this year, attempt to explore with my good mate, Kez Motion, behind the cameras always, <laughs> our version of Young Jamie. Don't watch Joe Rogan. He is a bro head and... A no, Ooh. no, we can't have a get out. We can't have a Joe Rogan supporter here. I used to think he is all right until I realized he's just a complete shill, possibly being paid off by NASA. I will die on that hill. That's a conspiracy theory that I created, but I'll die on that hill. For me, it was the whole anti-vax thing. That. Oh yeah, I, I, I don't even, I don't even pay attention bad. to that guy, so to be honest. I'll be honest, oh, the, guy, the guy has a mind and personality made of hamburger meat, so. <laughs> It's funny if you're stoned. Sorry. Like, <laughs> have you ever tried DMT? Wow. It's entirely possible. Wow. Like money is made up and we're all just here existing on a certain frequency. He's, have you seen that elk get hit by a car? I can do it too. He's like a 17 year old. Like, <laughs> yes. Who's just like finding stuff out at college. When you're he's, stoned. Yeah. He's just like, oh my God, did you know there's people who live differently to the way we do? Whoa, man. <laughs> now I'm getting to beef with Joe Rogan. <laughs> but you know what? 
I get into beef with him out of any of them because at least I understand him. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I with your Jake Pauls and your Zoellas <laughs> with your yeah no, but this like aging sausage of a man. Yeah, I I understand what you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <What>? not impressed. <laughs> One of my favourite things he's done, not to get entirely off topic, but this is just what fucking happens apparently. One of my favourite things he's done is he was doing uh, the carnival diet, right? Where he was just eating. Oh my God. He was just eating cooked meats and that's it. And he wrote on his Instagram about how, you know, he felt shitty at first and then he just felt so amazing. He had so much energy. But the downside is he literally almost shat himself on stage at like the comedy store in LA. Like, hot raging diarrhea not to get too graphic not to paint an image just imagine joe rogan pink face sweating like <laughs> coming out of what i'd um no, but you he... made me apologize for talking about <laughs> vomit last week and now you no, joe is... rogan shit explosion no but he said like yes that's all going on and i'm almost shitting myself all the time but i've got so much energy and it's like i don't know if anyone's ever water fasted right um but after three days once like all the carbs are out your body and you've switched over to ketosis you get energy because your body is using its fat reserves the same with keto the same with the carnival diet so the fact that like you've got all this energy means fucking nothing because you can have like you cannot eat for six days and have energy that's just what your body does when it's like in survival mode so like what are you talking about joe rogan shut up you're literally like shitting on a stage <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna appear on like the Joe Rogan podcast now. <laughs> he'll probably call me like an angry feminist or something. I don't know. He'll say something outdated. I don't know. Let me on the podcast and I'll explain basic concepts to him. It'll be good. Shall we talk? Um, I'm not getting involved in that one. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to come. No, no, it's okay. Okay. Shall we mention something about cannibals? You wanted to talk about cannibals or something? I, I didn't. I think walked that in topic. on this. What Walked in on me saying oh, just... Yeah. We didn't even have a drink at lunch. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. after. <laughs> yeah. Shots. Rob walked in to hear me saying, yes, it's just minor cannibalism really, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm, I'm reading this book about cannibalism at the minute, but it's like, um, I think in later chapters, it touches slightly on human cannibalism, but the main focus is on animals and how like, it's not as uncommon as we think it is. I know this is completely out of nowhere, but I thought you'd find it interesting because... Yeah. Why would you assume that of me, that I'm into a cheeky bit of cannibalism? Well, we had a great conversation about mushrooms the other night. And this <laughs> just kind of feels like a natural progression from that. Because, you know, mushrooms eat everything. And so, like, well, not eat I everything, see. but they... Okay, I'm with you, right? Okay. And so, anyway, in. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, fun facts for you about cannibalism. Statistically, um, it's more likely for females of the species to be cannibals than males. Discuss. <laughs> well, after mating, don't like spiders and praying mantises and things yeah. eat them. So and pretty Patel as well. Oh God, do you know that from personal experience? I just I can see it happening. <laughs> I can imagine her like shedding her skin and like. Yeah. Look, I don't want to get sniped by Boris. All right, we've already got Shane Dawson, Jake Paul, maybe Gabby Hanna. Depends what mood she's in that day, I guess. <laughs> Um, Ricardo Avocado probably going to come after me for saying that he likes me. <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't. He probably just thinks I'm like, insulting. Abusing. That's it. Joe Rogan and now Bojo mm -hmm. to protect his cabinet. God, imagine Captain that cabinet, double team. Captain Cabinet. <laughs> Do you ever watch Mighty Boosh? No. You never watched Mighty Boosh? No. Oh. Oh. You, oh, you didn't Luxury smoke comedy. weed, did you? No, I didn't oh. smoke weed. And, yeah. <sighs> what were you doing as a teenager? Uh, crying mostly. Oh, fair. I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so let's not get sniped by like boris johnson there's yeah. nothing to do with the conversation let's <laughs> quickly swiftly move away from that cannibalism wow yeah. so in invertebrates cannibalism is like pretty much common it's like more common than it's not but it's also been found in lots of vertebrates as well so i was reading this cool thing about like tadpoles and um this person she goes out and she's like uh researching tadpoles in like these different ponds and stuff and it turns out that the same little frog spawn eggs can be bought like this is interesting okay <laughs> i'm really engaged right now see like i can be engaged quite easily just talk about of absolutely nothing i was listening to what you were saying and you broke down <laughs> you just looked blank just, listless just your face you have like a natural like air of disbelief. resting rob face <laughs> resting rob face um but yeah so that the same like frog spawn can be born and then for some reason that they still haven't figured out different eggs 
um, some of them grow like really chubby cheeks and really strong jaws um, and they have kind of like not quite teeth but it's like made of keratin and some of them um, have that and these shorter intestines and then others don't and they have long intestines and they kind of eat the planty bits and algae and stuff and they stay small and the others have like the muscles and the jaws and the uh, short intestine they just eat the other tadpoles and it's like um, it's like an advantage for them because instead of it taking like 30 days for them to go from tadpole to frog or toad um, it takes like I think they said about eight days to go from tadpole to frog or toad so what you're saying is the natural mm-hmm. extension of Joe Rogan's evolution will be to move on from hunting and eating wild elk and jalapenos I shouldn't know this crap about people <laughs> just like inane fucking the minutiae like mundane <laughs> details about people's lives he could he could be a cannibal and then he'll like it'll be like a mega revolution yeah. for Joe Rogan. Con- congratulations, your Joe Rogan evolved into <laughs> some kind of frogman. <laughs> Who's that podcaster? <laughs> so the Chad Chad cannibal mm-hmm. tadpole versus the lame virgin vegetarian <laughs> yeah. algae eating tadpole. Mm-hmm. Oh what? I don't want to be a lame virgin. Like no offense to any- <laughs> no offense to any virgins. It's just a meme. Does this mean that because I'm a vegan, yes, I should be a cannibal just to be a bit more chaddish? Maybe. If it's consensual, it's still vegan. Well, there was, I saw a thread on Reddit once and I believe Justin Wang did a video on this. Did I do a video on this? I can't remember. I can't keep up. I think he did a video and then- Can you not remember if you're Rachel Oates either? (laughs) Oh yeah, apparently people got me and Rachel Oates confused for a while when she had darker hair, which I don't understand. I look like a budget Noel Fielding. You know, you said that at like the beginning, what, we said that at the beginning of the podcast. Did we? Yeah. We'll just loop it around. (laughs) There I am. I don't know what's going on. I'm starting to see why you don't know which videos you filmed. (laughs) I already had like four hours sleep. I was watching The Walking Dead until really late last night because I couldn't sleep properly. I wish I could use that excuse in any other line of work. (laughs) Your your work has been appalling this month. I know. I've just been watching loads of Walking Dead. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, sort it out. There was this thread on Reddit once. Some man had to get the lower half of his leg amputated because he was in an accident. So he elected to keep the meat, turn the meat into taco meat, and had his friends consensually eat the taco meat leg. And they had a nice time eating his meaty taco leg. Would you do that? Uh, is it served in the tortilla? Tortilla. Thank you. Shut up. You can say it. Shut up. I've already, I've literally apologised that I've mentioned that. Like, look. Apologise to the Ukraine. Look, Ukraine, I'm sorry. I can't say tortilla right, okay? I've never said tortilla as tortilla, but it came out in one video because I... I saw it with the blanket. I was appalled. I went down to the comments and everyone was like, tortilla. I was like, thank you. I saw, I saw a comment on like one of my recent videos saying um, something about they were confused about British people's pronunciation and then they heard hmm. me say tortilla and they were like, yeah. oh, so that's how British people say it. And it's like, no, no, it's not indicative of the whole country. It's just me being stupid. Sorry. <laughs> no, I work with a chef from Bristol who insisted on pronouncing it casadilia. <laughs> not on. Not on. No, but can people move on from it? I've never said it before like that, but I think my brain like, Once subconsciously tricks me up. Yeah. Like trips me up. It's on the internet forever now. Yeah, people will get over it in two months' time, won't they? I'll just, I'll take a break, come back, a little apology video, put my makeup on, business as usual, make some cookies. Would you apologise, though? No, I'll make myself the victim somehow. Okay. I'm referencing a James <laughs> Charles video that I just filmed last night where he proceeded to somehow make himself the victim of everything. Oh, it was so astonishing. I was watching this YouTube, there's a term for that, it's called trauma dumping. And it's, it's like, um... A lot of people use it as like a deflective thing. So it's like if you called out for something, it's like, oh, well, I went through. So like for you, if someone called you out for like doing the tortilla thing, you'd be like, well, I had a speech impediment as a child and I was bullied and I had this and this and this and then my parents beat me and it was really bad. So it's not my fault. And that's basically kind of like trauma dumping because you're like saying all this bad stuff happened to me and it's all an excuse. So I'm not responsible for saying tortilla. I'm going to save that one in the old memory bank for later. I'm not excusing you. I'll just blame everything on like formerly being a massive cokehead. That's my, that's my standby. Oh, I was a bit of an arsehole. Yeah. Well, you know, two years ago I was raging on the coke. (laughs) It doesn't really fly anymore because two years later you've got to have some growth and development. Yeah. I look forward to seeing that. Yeah. Not if you're a YouTuber. It's actually bizarre. Right. So let's dive Mm. a little bit into that because Mm. obviously it pertains to what we do. Yeah. 
I am no longer going to give a shit about anything I do or say ever again because all you need to do is take a minor break and then come back and most people will be over it a few videos in. James Charles videos, video, the comeback one. Because I just did it, this information's fresh in my memory because I just did it last night. 63% like to dislike ratio on that one. So like that's that's bad, but it's not. It's not even 50-50. I do have kind of like a theory on this though because mm. like... I think if you let people get their anger out and you let them express it and you give them a place to express it, then they'll be more likely to forgive you when you come back or try and make amends or whatever. If you try and shut the conversation down, it's like the Streisand effect, isn't it? People are going to get angrier and it's going to get worse and worse. So you're, you're totally right. Because yeah. um, one time Ryland, Ryland Adams, Shane Dawson's fiance, oh he has a podcast this. called The Sip and the Elise yeah. Easy Show is automatically better than The Sip because he's <laughs> just like, sorry, but Ryland... <laughs> I just know a face for everyone. He, like, you're a background character and you got lucky enough to get with someone who has like, you know, 20 million followers, but you're a background character. Well, like, that's like me, except it's way down on the list. No. I'm a background character no and I'm way, here. No way. You're so charismatic and witty and funny and you're one of my best mates and you're a bit of an arsehole sometimes, but you're right. You're Mostly like my mentor. Now. Ryland's just, he's the type of person that eats with his mouth open on camera. Ooh, because all no. influencers seem to like, that seems to happen that. to all influencers. They just stop being able to like close up, even people I like. Is it because they're all mouth breathers? So. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sorry. But I... he got into, Ryland Adam, he got mm. into some trouble. So then he decided to like turn off the like to dislike bar and turn off the comments. And then it just spread like a virus. It spread yeah. to all of his other videos because people were like downvoting them to ut yeah. utterly oblivion. So then he was like turning off even more comments. And then his co-host, Men of Equals, said oh i didn't even know you'd turn off the comments until i just like you know saw one day so he didn't even inform her rude i'll let you know if i decide to turn off all the comments <laughs> trying to do it on this video just be really annoying <laughs> that is peak comedy right there <laughs> uh, but yeah no it's it, it, like i've seen it happen recently it was a certain someone who not to name names, but criticise people for doing just that and turning off the comments and hiding the likes and dislikes. And then when he got a bit of criticism, he did the same thing. And so people tried to go to Twitter and oh, he started yeah. blocking people. So people created a little Reddit to go talk about him. And it just like, it blew up. And that Reddit now has like 1,500 people in it, just like talking about him. And because he shut down that conversation about that one thing, now they're picking apart all these other tiny little things he's doing and it's building and building. So I think, so let people have their say, let them get it out and... It might be hard to listen to at first, but then just take a break and come back when you're less emotional because I can be super defensive at times. Mm -hmm. And like when I first see something, sometimes I'm like, I didn't mean it like that. And it really upsets me. But then you go take a break and you're like, well, I kind of did have a point. Even if I didn't mean it like that, maybe it came across that way. I should probably apologize for that. And I've gone back. It's going to sound ridiculous. I've gone back like months later to a comment and been like, yeah, I'm sorry. You were right. <laughs> I've, I've, I used to. It gets in my head so much and I just think about it and I'm just like, mm. yeah, no, I need to apologize for that. <laughs> Several years ago when I was but, younger yeah. and much more immature. I still think I'm immature now, but like kind of wise. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I used to like just full on just argue with you. And it wasn't even arguing. It was literally me saying, shut up. Don't care, virgin. <laughs> like, go away. You're boring. <laughs> Which like to me. So I still think that's funny now. Yeah, I still think that's funny fair, now. If you're not like blocking them and stuff, you're still letting them out their say and they're still getting it out. And yeah. I still it's think all engagement yeah. for the algorithm. <laughs> exactly. It like feeds into the algorithm. It's not even just an engagement thing though, is it? It's just letting people have their say. Mm. I think if you're emotional about something, let them get it out. I think we should see which YouTubers are most like evolved and adapted to cannibalize other YouTubers. <laughs> God. Oh, so this is what who's you... Been, who's born with the shortest intestine. <laughs> so go back to the cannibal thing, though. This is what you missed when you walked in, what we were talking about. So in, like, academia, there's different um, definitions for what cannibalism is. And, like, the broadest definition is just, like, you know, one species eating another member of its own species. But to what extent? So is... Hear me out. One, one little individual of a species going and killing and eating another, that's cannibalism. But what if you go and scavenge a bit of a dead body of your same species? Is that cannibalism, even if you didn't kill it? Or if you just go and like have a nibble of someone's like leg or something and then let them go on their way, but you're still eating it, but they're alive, is that cannibalism? Or like, you know, to, gonna, to what go extent? I'm going to say, yeah, all so, three. So <laughs> to that extent, is breastfeeding cannibalism? 
It's like cheeky cannibalism, but a minor. That's what I was saying. Was minor cannibalism? That's what you walked into. Yeah. Cheeky uh, cannibalism. Way. Think about. <laughs> think about like um, a fetus in the womb, essentially feeding off the mother to to some extent. Is that cannibalism? Because there's a species of spider where um, she gives birth to her little eggs and they all hatch and they all kind of like eat little bits around. And it gets to a certain point where in order for them to grow, she does this thing where she taps on the, the web of her web, you, you know what I'm trying to say, and she calls all the little baby spiders to her and they cover her body and they eat her. And that's how her babies grow and carry on. And she's completely dead and gone. That's true, mother's love. Wow. Yeah. That's so Mine wouldn't that's do that so for me. lovely. <laughs> How efficient and terrifying. Yeah. But th so this is like the whole thing. To what extent is it cannibalism? Is it when your babies completely eat you or is it when they just suck a few of your nutrients out of you? How do you know all this stuff? What are you reading? What are you doing in your the spare time? The fun stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally a book called Cannibalism. It's great. I can't remember the author, but I'll let you know. Jesus. You look so <laughs> bemused by this. You look well, slightly to, shocked. I'm trying to find the line in my head where I think breastfeeding, because yeah. I don't think breastfeeding would be classed as cannibalism. Well, you wouldn't think it because it's so normal. Because but it's, I don't know, it's not really a detriment. That's the thing. It's not affecting the... True. It's not causing any kind of damage, really. Well, uh, well, it can yeah. if the baby bites or yeah. it can really hurt. You don't have yeah. boobs. You don't have a, I'm not a breastfeed either. <laughs> but you uh, don't know. You're going yeah. no, to play this card, way. <laughs> no boob yeah. milk, no opinion. Pre pregnancy okay. in general joking, is sorry. horrific. Do you it think does it, damage is the mother. The, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Pregnancy like does a lot. Yeah, yeah. Pregnancy, but a lot of people like, are unaware. Strain, but... Not even that though. Like I knew someone that like that, that got cavities because of their pregnancy, mm. because the baby was like leaching like yeah. nutrients and calcium. If the mother uh, calcium. doesn't eat enough calcium, mm -hmm. baby will leach it from your bones and your can teeth. displace your organs. I still like, think there's a slight. I would never. That, that I'm never woman doing on it. TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, she like lost all her teeth from it. There's a slight difference though between like okay, yeah, maybe painful breastfeeding or something, mm. and then a toddler gnawing on your, you know, your calf. <laughs> Literal ankle biters. <laughs> <laughs> there is a difference, but why? I will where, where do you work it that? out by episode three and read out my statement. Here's, here's another thing for you. So there's some species of like sand shark that, um, so basically the way sharks release kind of eggs is they'll release lots of different ones in lots of different stages and some of them get fertilized and then certain ones grow and will eat the other ones inside the shark essentially and eat the other sharks at different stages and whatever um and there's two ovaries two fallopian tubes so there's kind of two baby sharks in there and then the sharks are born because they basically fought their way out of the womb and that's technically classed as cannibalism in an academic setting so is a baby like a twin that absorbs their twin in utero is that a cannibal isn't that called cannibalizing when maybe yeah, yeah the two fuse that makes that baby shark song a bit weird isn't it <laughs> can you do a whole video on things like this i would find it so fascinating i love listening to stuff like this this is why i like ancient aliens so much <laughs> except this stuff's real how, how dare, dare you? you how dare you ancient aliens is the most factual show on the history channel actually it probably is <laughs> It's my, it's my favorite show ever it's just so good it just i want to make my own version like a youtube version of you know because tv's not mm. coming to me so i'm going to create tv until they take notice of me and get do me to it. Post we're gonna episode. we're gonna do that though aren't we we're gonna take a camera out we're gonna take our kez motion our energetic videographer out <laughs> we'll take we'll take him out places and we'll we'll go find haunted spots we'll find places yeah, where so ufos planned. have been definitely sighted by people who aren't mental Yep. I saw UFOs <laughs> <laughs> to prove your point. <laughs> yeah, I saw UFO when I was like a kid. And my trustworthy Hoxton lady <laughs> cites UFO. <laughs> all right, mate. How's it going? You're all right. Uh. <laughs> I deserve out of everyone, out of everyone here, I deserve to be an alien the most. I was their biggest supporter from day one. I was praying to aliens when I was oh, a kid just to not I, go to school. You don't think they'd find that creepy? I read the alien books as a kid. I loved, loved it that shit. so much. I was so like convinced I was going to meet an alien. It was like when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to be the first person on Mars. I'm going to go and I'm going to meet aliens. And that, like, I genuinely believed that as a child. It was great. Don't I'm, know what happened. <laughs> and as a teenager, you still... As an adult, I still... I mean, I'm actually... This is a kind of... It's a 
tricky topic for me to navigate because I get really passionate about <laughs> this. Because, I mean, look, for the people that are like, well, you know, I've just never seen a UFO or met an alien, so I don't believe them. And it's like, well, why the fuck would they meet you? Like, what do you have to offer? Nothing. <laughs> Sorry, I get so Hang on, this is... <laughs> sounds like you're dating again. Uh, what? What do you have to offer me? Nothing. Get away. <laughs> Go away. Stop looking at me. <laughs> He's like the men on the street earlier. <laughs> Just, just men stare at me and it's it's annoying and it's not in like i'm not i'm not known like they wouldn't recognize me it's just you know, oh that's a woman with hair so i'm gonna look at her a little bit and i don't like it so just don't stare stop laughing there's motion it's not fun to, like when they so obviously are ogling at you and it's like mate i'm like a four on a good day what are you ogling at enough no right the pentagon came out and we're like yeah yeah, they exist. The Pentagon, right? The Pentagon even admitted that they have UFOs. They have UFOs. Test on them. The Pentagon admitted it. It's not enough for some people. Buzz Aldrin went to the fucking moon. He says aliens exist and UFOs exist. Does it's not he? enough for people. Yes. One of the, the former head of the Ministry of Defence in Canada came out and said, UFOs are as real, that's a direct quote, as the airplanes above your head. And we need... There's a lot of countries, right, where their Ministry of Defences are worried that America is going to drag us into some sort of intergalactic <laughs> war because yada, 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 of course, right? So this topic, it just annoys me. Like, the universe is so big. There's, a, what, 180 million or so planets capable mm -hmm. of forming life. And people just, I had like kids at school because I was like the alien kid at school. Yeah. I had kids at school being like, oh, you know, they don't exist though, right? And I was like, you're like eight. What do you know? What do, what do you know? And also what a, what a like terminal lack of unimagination. You know, how can you not? Well, it's so far one. past your conception <laughs> that there might be some other life form somewhere in this vast universe. And they want to come and talk to you. They would. I'm well interested. <laughs> I want to be the first podcast host to have a... I want to be the first part. I just got distracted then by Kesmotion. I don't know how the internet selfies. works. Does the internet broadcast into space through satellites and stuff? Does it like bounce off things? Could you bounce... Surely satellites. Could you bounce this podcast into space and out? Imagine if some aliens were receiving a frequency to watch some YouTube videos and they're watching James Charles' 100th <laughs> apology for, look, the, the, those kids, oh, should use that word, those, those men, they were just tricking me. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Probably. <laughs> we're not, it's, no, I'm keeping that in. That's all, start, I'd say that to his face. <laughs> That's my rule. Don't say anything you wouldn't say Serious to his face. Serious question though, right? Mm. You reckon they're aliens. How do you reckon they communicate? It's not going to be like through words and stuff it's like what interpretive it's dance be. that's how i would but, <laughs> but like do, do you think it's like they they communicate on like a chemical level or like i don't know signs smells like, i don't know because well, they're chemical isn't it yeah yeah because they might not be carbon-based life yeah. forms they could be something else entirely they could be they could be fucking photons of light that have consciousness yeah. i simply don't know and that's what's so that's what's so exciting to me because it's like you can just you can have so much imagination with this stuff. That's why I like ancient aliens so much. So I know some people take umbrage with ancient aliens, but it's like, oh, it's just a bit of fun because like they're just kind of it's like the first half of the show will be based in reality, yeah. and then the second half of the show will be like, well, what if wild speculation? What what if Nazis from Nazi Germany escaped in a time traveling quantum leaping bell? That is from a real episode called I think it's called Ancient Aliens and the Third Reich. That is a real episode. Episode in like season God. two or so it's the best one it's so funny isn't it kesmotion nod nod yes <laughs> actually i want to move on from this hot topic because i don't want nasa banging at my door moving on to something i want to touch on briefly youtuber burnout and imposter syndrome do you experience it how do you deal with it constantly and not very well let's commiserate <laughs> for a second when do you feel burnt out because i know when i feel burnt out for me it's like you know when you've been putting a lot of work in and you think you have these like great videos and you've got them out and you work so hard on them and then they just don't get the views like that just it's upsetting and like you know you you can do like a video that you don't really care about that much well it's not that you don't care about it it's just like it, it wasn't like a lot of work for example but it's got someone's name in the title or whatever it gets a ton of views and like you know you can do that stuff but when you actually like 
put work into like researching a video and you spent hours on this and you've like written this amazing script and you've done like all this stuff and the editing and this and then it gets like you know 15,000 views and you're like well it's good but it's not gonna like pay the rent and so you have to start on another one and another one and you're just like working and working and not getting anything in return and like you want to feel proud of your work but at the same time like you've got rent to pay and it's just a bit like it's exhausting and you feel like it's never going to end and you're just constantly going to be like reaching and reaching and reaching and just never quite getting there and like because if there's one good thing that's come out of like these last couple of months is that my channel views have gone up Mm. and it's been nice that I've not had to worry about am I going to be able to pay my rent this month because like you know one and a half weeks in it's paid for and everything else I can just do for fun and that's nice and you're so creative and like you can create the content you want like my fun guy video I was able to go out and do that as like a passion project and it was so much fun and again didn't get the views but it didn't matter because my rent was already paid for so like that stuff's nice but I I don't really know how to like combat that other than to just keep grinding through and working and just trying a little bit harder all the time but then you get burnt out and it's I don't know do you experience imposter syndrome when you know that you can just put some other YouTube's name in the title yeah. and it automatically get 100k views? Yeah. Does that give you a, Constantly. a sense of worthlessness? Yeah. Because like as much as people say like, oh no, we are here because we care about your commentary and we care about your views. I'm like, okay, well, why does like so-and-so's name get 100,000 views and Fungi get none? Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you really care about my commentary, they'll be a little bit more even, but they're not. So then you start thinking, well, like... Is this all I'm good for? Yeah. And you're like, well, okay then, like, they're clearly more relevant than me, that's fine, because they've got millions of subscribers and whatever, and people have this opinion on them and stuff. And you don't necessarily want the reputation that they have, because it's a bad one and people don't respect them, and that's why they're clicking, and you don't want that. But you're like, well how do I like get people to respect me and take me seriously while still getting their attention? Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I don't know. I don't know the balance. It's hard. I think it's nice though that you said about the like the rent, once yeah. it's paid for, you become more creative. Because there's so many people who like stress this point that you have to be like under pressure to create things. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that's true. No. Like there's there's always like the like the great man theory um, that there's you know these people are exceptional and they do amazing things and achieve great things, but actually a lot of the time, just being relaxed yeah. creates good art or like collaboration as well. Yeah, you don't have to be fearing like poverty and starvation. Yeah, so I that's don't know. that's what it is for me. It's like when I know I've just got time to do what I care about and I don't have like financial pressure. I just I can let go, I can do like the best work. And that's when, when you haven't got like a time restraint, you can do more research and you can make sure the videos are actually really good quality and put your time in and get your editing right and that sort of thing. Um, whereas if you're like, okay, well I need a video out by like 9 p.m. tonight and then you have to rush your editing and that's when you make mistakes. And that's when it's a bit of an issue. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I do my best work I think when I am rushed and under pressure. I think maybe, though, that's because you've got, like, a goal. Because sometimes when you're talking, you you say, like, I don't know what to do a video on. Mm. But when you are under pressure, you're forced to choose. Well, that's because, like, yeah. There's there's two sides to it. but That's because, um, so I was listening to this podcast, like, with this neuroscientist talking about, like, how to achieve better focus, et cetera, et cetera. And it's something to do with, um, like... I don't know, it's called like noradrenaline, like some form of adrenaline um, is released when you do feel under pressure. And you can actually like, you can, there's a way, like a breathing technique to get your body to like release little bits of adrenaline. Mm. It's a really good podcast. I'll send it to you. I put it on my community tab. Mm. Um, And the adrenaline, like when you're trying to focus on a task and you feel like agitated, uneasy and like listless, if you just stick with it, then like the adrenaline like kicks in a little bit and then you can focus properly. Um, which is that's the case with me because with me the hardest thing is starting anything I will piss around I will procrastinate for hours like days but then when I actually do it I find that I enjoy it and it's good speaking of starting things do we have time for questions yes we do so I did ask on my Patreon to give us some questions before me and Rachel (laughs) 
Well, all of these can pertain to us, but let's try and get <laughs> through all of them. And if you want to ask us questions, then sign up to my Patreon. <laughs> if you could appear or, co or compete on any reality slash competition show, what would you pick? I know, easily. Uh, Eva... No, not come dine me. I wouldn't do that. Made in, made in Chelsea. I would be on Made in Chelsea and I'd just slag everyone off all the time. It would be the perfect role for me. You guys. God, I don't know. I don't watch like reality or like... Me neither. Competition shows. Competition oh. shows. Oh, I'm maybe... To, oh, four in a bed. fuck yeah. Takeshi's Castle if that's oh. still going. Oh, yeah. My uncle was on terrible. Four in a Bed. Was he? How'd yeah. he do? And, oh, really badly. They lost like quite <laughs> badly. But there's this great shot of like... Because clearly my auntie was the one who wanted to go on. And there's this great shot of him where they're doing interviews and, you know, there's like talking head bits and he clearly doesn't want to be in the shot. So um, she's like sat on the edge of the bed talking to the camera and Uncle Keith is just in the bed with like the duvet up to here, just looking like a little thumb. And he's just like, yeah, I agree. It's wonderful. He's oh, like the uncle from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. There's no uncle in that. The grandparents. Oh, Grandpa grandparents. Joe. Oh, yeah. No, it's I, I haven't seen it, it in right, ages. Sort it out. Yeah, it's gran Grandpa Joe. and, and They're all others. terrible people. Oh, yeah. How set up is four in a bed? Did he say? Because um, come dine with me, apparently they film like for ages and then they all just end up getting really? ridiculously drunk nice. because of the late filming times. So he, he was Nearly on like the here. first... <laughs> he was on the first season, so I think it was pretty legit at that point. And like there, there were some bits where... Um, I think it was him that said this, but there was something where they had to like prepare breakfast or something and they were doing it like middle of the afternoon. Mm. Like, you know, so they were like serving like sausage and like eggs and whatever at like 3 p.m. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I didn't answer. Um, I'd probably want to do something like X Factor because I'm a really, really bad singer. I just think it'd be hilarious. Oh, you could be on the rejected list. Yeah, where yeah. Go that, on that would be me. It would be wonderful. What would you sing? Ooh, something that really shows off my vocal range, you know, like... Um, oh, go really low down. Ooh. Like, sort of Barry White level. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'd do Barry White on X Factor. What would you do on X Factor? I don't know. I barely know what I'm doing right now. Do the <laughs> Little Mermaid. <laughs> but you could really act out on the stage there. Shut up. Oh, I'd love that, actually. Like, some really, like, crazy performance with, like, dancing and arm swinging and everything. I'd really get into it and just be terrible. It'd be so good. Next question. <laughs> Sorry. If I you... went too close to home. <laughs> if you two were to review each other's books, what score would you give it? Well, I think, like, oh, if you came yeah. out of a book, it'd be very good because you oh, clearly know a lot you. of stuff and you like to research the amount of research that rachel puts into it's quite funny if you compare like you know your why are you like guys laughing at what have i done now what social because i understand I your process what is my process you don't want me to you don't want me to tell people just, just me yelling yelling at mostly yelling at me or one of your other friends not yeah. at my mates just like yelling into the void and then having them like be privy to that so then they could be like because yeah, people like my mates just laugh when i go off on one so i know like kind of what to use no but like the the process that rachel does for for your mm -hmm. like the shane dawson videos you know <laughs> and you were so thorough yeah and then mine i made two videos because i just i couldn't have the focus to sit through that fucking thing in one go and mine mine was just yeah. mainly oh what an idiot <laughs> but rachel comes with like facts yeah. and logic and research and you know so yours would be Thank very you. good. Thank You've you. already... I've already reviewed your book and absolutely 11 out of 10 would recommend everyone should buy it. Well worth the 99 Morgan, on Amazon. the vegan lover. Was it called that? Yeah. I don't even remember what it's called. I guess it so. Was. I don't know. I read it a few times because I had to proofread. <laughs> yeah, Rob proofread it for oh. me because... Well, Rob's a writer. I... He writes stuff. Sometimes you'll, you know, I'll, I'll begin a sentence with a full stop. <laughs> Garth Morangi. Okay, moving on to the next question. Have you read um, Christian Box's Unoya? No. Oh, it's fantastic. I'll tell you about that later. I did. Is it like the Exeter it. text where there's either no ease or all ease? Kind of. Yeah. yeah it's basically around that. But um, each chapter is written in ease in one vowel. Yeah. So we have a chapter of A's, chapter of E's, O, U, and I. Do you know the, I, o, you know the term for that? Oh, uh, I want to say like a. It's the, not a lipogram. It's that's not it. Or what is it? It's Sorry? like the when you give yourself a constraint. Yeah. We used to do them at a uh, writing group I was at. Yeah. You'll, you'll like his book. There's like a whole little section at the back of like little things he did. Like he wrote a whole sort of poem using only words from vowel. It was cool. Look at this. They've made friends. It's all because of me. I bring people together. I'm great. And we'll turn on you. <laughs> you, you say... You won't be able to beat me. <laughs> you say friends, but he did call me an annoying little sister earlier. Like, was like that on air or off? Sister. I don't know, but I'm shaming you for it now. 
<laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. How long have you all been friends? How did you meet for me and you? Oh, we met because you made an Onision video and I thought it was hilarious and I commented something and then we got chatting. I don't even remember. Yeah. I just like at some point me and Rachel just followed each other and I don't remember yeah. how or why like no idea and then well Onision huh. huh wow wow what a Onision I... who still does videos on him <laughs> doesn't bring in any views god he's so irrelevant which he really is a good thing does bring people together though doesn't he yeah. yeah out of a sense of morbid curiosity oh god he is uh, you told, fascinating you told the story of our meeting in the uh, lost episode Oh, we filmed a the, pilot and then it oh, will yeah. never be shown. The fabled <laughs> pilot episode. We became friends um, probably later today because I'd say it's too soon. Yeah, yeah. We I mean, met. I'm just tolerating you for now. Hurtful. I think you're all right. That hurt here. Oh, the tension. And here. Cut with a I knife. I pointed to my, <laughs> my brain and my heart for <laughs> listeners. But then I did Piers Morgan's Vegan Lover and then Rachel, mm-hmm. like out of nowhere, just did a video on it. I thought it was thought, hilarious. I, I thought, it. oh, that's nice. And then we met up for coffee around about mm-hmm. that time and just remained good yeah. mates. Rachel, you're saying there's a dearth of good erotica. Would you say... <laughs> um, out of 10, mm. the standard rating scale, how yeah. turned on were you by the sausage roll story? Well, I'll be honest, it had everything I want in good erotica. Um, it had flaky pastry... It had tension. It had Piers Morgan. So it's definitely a 10 out of 10. I know how to make a sexy story out of sausages. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> and on that bombshell, that is indeed the end. of. I keep saying I keep saying that in like my videos recently too. And I don't know where it's come from. Top like, Gear. No, I know where it's come from. But I don't know why I'm saying it. I don't make a habit of watching Top Gear. I'm not my dad. <laughs> like, Okay. But that is the end of this episode. Thank you so much, Rachel Waits, for coming down. Subscribe to our channel. You probably are already subscribed <laughs> to our channel. Rob. Mm, All right, I'll be back. Rob, if I can say anything, I can. That it is that you were here, existing. That's the wow. highest praise you'll get from me. Again, hurtful, but fine. I'll just get used to that. <laughs> and that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed, like, comment, subscribe. We make new podcasts whenever we feel like. <laughs> Just doing my like standard outro. No, we're going to be putting out podcasts weekly. So every yeah. week, this every week, this. Can Fun you imagine? times, right? Wait, you have to put up with him every week. Yes. Up yours, okay. Rachel. Oates. <laughs> okay, it's going to get violent. So <laughs> bye. I've just made a lot of friends in America with that. 